0: This is for Gen Z and millennials. How hard is it for you to buy a home? The only way I can afford a home at this point is if I buy raw land, harvest and process the trees on it and build it myself. This is a dream for some people, but in the UK, land is expensive and we have to buy import most of our wood because wood foraging is illegal without a license because of course it is. I can afford the month-to-month mortgage, I cannot, however, afford a down payment. My parents' house's mortgage is like half of the rent in my area. I can afford that, and probably most of the utilities and such by myself. That being said, the price of the house has almost tripled in value since they bought it. I could probably swing the down payment by myself, but it would definitely make me uncomfortable. I honestly feel like I need to get married just to get a house. Here's a detailed example. Wife and I bought our house in 1998 when our first child was born. The house sold for 105000 and we put 10000 down. We hadn't done anything major to the home and we cleaned it up in 2007 to secure a refinance to a lower interest rate and get cash to top off a remodel. Appraisal was 180000 That's value growth fueled fully by the loss of so many independent home builders after the market crash. We brought the kitchen and bathrooms up to modern standards, stone countertops, new cabinets and fixtures, refurbished the wooden floors, added a door off the dining room and a large deck. We got the house appraised in 2021 for $290,000. Two houses on our street sold for over 300,000 last year and one of them was in rough shape. Banks here are requiring 30% down for new buyers right now. For my oldest son that is two years out of college, he would have to provide a down payment that is nearly as much as we bought the house for 25 years ago. For a thousand square foot home, let that sink in. A lot of small construction company owners, the kind that would build small homes, went out of business or retired after the housing crash, and the industry hasn't recovered. This has caused a greater impact to those needing starter homes. Lower supplies means higher prices. On top of that, renting homes is a good source of passive income, so an industry of corporations built specifically to make money off of them and has grown like fungus on a rotting log in this nation. Home values are ridiculous, down payments are ridiculous, and corporate cash offers are desirable for sellers, making the first housing purchase a nightmare for many. Man, I relate to both of these comments so much. I honestly do feel like if I'm ever going to buy a house, I'm going to need a partner to do it. On top of that, I also hate the idea of renting. I understand why people do it, but I've never liked the idea of putting money into something that I will never own. So seeing the crazy amount of money you need for a down payment is soul crushing millennial here. All I had to do was marry a girl, buy her a car, help her get her license back, and turn her loose on the streets to get t-boned by a DoorDash driver. That DoorDash insurance payout was a million dollars. Profit. Disclaimer, as of last week, I don't live in that house anymore, but that's another story. Wow, this story was basically I made my money the old-fashioned way. I got hit by Alexis. I prefer a realistic dream, like going to Narnia through my closet. Just be grateful that you have a closet. I'm an old millennial in a nowhere state. Buying our home was insanely easy. They were giving them away. Two months later, the national housing market began to crash. This was in 2007. We're still here with 13 years to go. I think if we were 25 today, starting over, it would be extremely, extremely tough. Kind of the same deal for me. Bought my first in 2009 when the market as a whole was its worst and at the worst time of year for sales to begin with. January closing at the end of February. I did some work to the place and stayed there to 2005 and sold it to make a little profit. The market was probably fair at this point as it wasn't a buyer's market, but it wasn't a seller's market either. Then bought the house that I'm currently in and since 2019, watched it double in value. Refinanced in 2021 at an extremely low rate. I honestly couldn't rent a decent apartment in my area right now for what my full payment is, taxes and insurance included. Plus, all utilities cost me a month and to own a two bedroom, two bedroom with a yard and two-car garage, it's messed up to think about it, but it will be paid off when I'm in my 40s to boot, but I literally can't afford to move at this point. It's sad that people who actually have houses right now can't even leave those houses if they wanted to because the market is so bad. Old millennial here. The only reason I own a house is because my mom and I went in together on a duplex. We decided that this financially made the most sense. She's getting older, so this way I can keep an eye on her too. I did the same thing with my mom back in 2010. We both have health issues that make it a good idea to have another grown up in the house. Neither of us have a partner. It just made sense to stick together than sit miserably in each of our own tiny apartments. House is two floors, top floor is mine, bottom floor is hers, though we usually sit around in the downstairs living room where the computers are set up. It's crazy how many people have assumptions about people still living with their parents at a certain age, but I feel like if you have a family that you actually like, it might be the best option for some right now. I'm early career. Just started, really. I make 60000 a year in Canada. I will never be able to afford a house in my lifetime just on this wage or any wage that I'm likely to see in this field. My only chance is any inheritance I get or shifting careers like I'm trying to do right now. It's awful and much harder than it should be, but in Edmonton, you can find a decent house for about 160000 to 190000 which would be about 1300 to 1500 per month, including insurance and property tax. That's at 7.5% if you can make a 10% down payment. I know Edmonton is more affordable than other cities, but it's the only market I'm familiar with, and I think Calgary is about 5% more expensive. Just for informational purposes, I have no doubt many Canadian cities are out of reach for most everyone. In the Comox Valley, BC, where there is absolutely nothing but a dumb mountain and an army base, an old trailer in a park is now 270,000 plus. There's flippers everywhere, constantly building, and everything keeps getting more expensive here. It's hell. They don't realize that they've made it so that their kids will never be able to move out. Rooms and houses that morons who, for some reason apparently, thought housing was going to be banned or something, paid too much for their houses. Now they try to rent out single rooms here for more than a freaking Vancouver apartment and they whine that they have to charge that because it has to be someone else's fault you bought something you can't afford. There are homeless people everywhere here. Wanna guess why? A trailer being over 270,000 sounds insane to me. It was super hard saving up. We aimed to buy a cheap place first and just get onto the ladder. At least that way we were building equity as opposed to paying rent. Average home is almost seven figures and interest rates are approaching 8% in Canada. Unless you have a dual six figure income, or live at home with a strong income, the odds of you affording a home near a job center is non-existent. Down payment has to be 20% for anything over $9,999. The cost of buying a home, interest and purchase price, is going up way faster than anyone can grow their actual income. We bought one in 2014 with an FHA loan. Only out-of-pocket cost was $500 for due diligence and around $2k for the lawyer. We've refinanced a few times and our mortgage will be about just under $1,300 later this year when our taxes go up. Still cheaper than a one bedroom in a place where we won't get murdered. Not getting murdered is a huge selling point when I look for a home. I can't even rent a home. Same. I feel like I'm never going to be able to move past renting a room in a shared house. Elder millennial here, I bought in 2018, had no cash in hand, utilized a program from a lender for low-slash-moderate income buyers, not me, or those buying in low-slash-moderate income zones, that's me, required only 5% down, took a 401k loan for the down payment and closing costs, 160,000 Philly townhome, mortgage payment even with MPI is less than the rent on my previous two-bedroom apartment in the same neighborhood process was easy but then again i'm familiar with it working in banking for 15 plus years i'd wager the biggest struggle of most millennials and gen z is the cash down for payment and closing to that end ask for low down payment programs from your lender and hope to god you have some of those money bag boomer relatives that can gift you some cash borrowed from my 401k and paid my down payment and closing about 10 years ago at the time my monthly was the same as rent i was paying Today it's much less. I had no idea what I was doing at the time. However, the 401k loan was really straightforward and I had a good mortgage broker that helped me understanding a lot of the numbers. I had a younger millennial friend that did a first time buyer home loan and that seemed to work for them. I don't really like the idea of paying mortgage insurance but they didn't have access to a loan i got lucky with the market timing and had decent credit and had good work history i imagine it's a bit crazier slash harder right now for people trying for the first time given the validity over the past few years we kind of lucked into ours we applied for a rural development loan through the usda and qualified for 179900 dollars with a really good interest rate. We had to wait six months for it to process and couldn't find the right home in our budget. Then we stumbled upon a home that checked all of our boxes and was owned by a little old lady that just wanted to get it off her hands. Listed at 180,000, a four bedroom 2.5 bath on a quarter acre. Last I checked, it was estimated to be worth 430,000. Man, I hope one day that I'm in a position just to wanna get a house off my hands. I often think I will never buy a home, and if I ever do, it won't be until I'm in my 40s or 50s. From UK here, born in 92, have a family, two kids, and a wife. Buying a house seems near impossible with your average income. Current money outgoing on rent slash living kills any ability to save enough to get a down payment on the mortgage. I've come to accept that I'm 100% not buying a house anytime soon. It's not how it used to be, as my old man would say. Life is a struggle. I always thought life was a highway. An apartment alone these days costs you no less than $1,800 a month. It's extremely difficult. Older millennial, 1983, my mom gave me a little money to make a down payment on a 430 square foot condo in SoCal for 270000 with PMI. Her thinking was that the market was only going to go up. Of course, 2008 happened. The bottom fell out of the market and I got laid off. Somehow I managed to hold on and after 10 years, finally had enough equity to make a little off the place. My wife and I used it to buy a much more comfortable place in PNW five years ago. There were some tough times for sure, but I'm lucky compared to a lot of people. We refinanced in 2020 for a super low rate. I don't know how anyone can afford a mortgage with today's rates. We've been in our house for five and a half years. An FHA loan and two down payment assistant programs through the city got us into it for almost nothing out of pocket. I don't recall the exact numbers now, but we had to put down earnest money, pay inspection, and like 250 at closing. It was under $1,000 when it was all said and done. The problem was finding a house we could afford. We got lucky there because my best friend has a friend who at the time was working for the city. After a million dollars worth of grants to a developer, all he had to do was sell one home to a low income family. My best friend had to make sure all his contacts knew what we were trying to do. So his best friend referred us and they sold us the house for what we could afford. It was just dumb luck in other words. The house is still in the ghetto, but all the other houses we could afford weren't just in the worst parts of the city, but also falling down. Like for real, one of the houses we looked at was basically missing a floor in one of the rooms. So we consider it a win. I just bought a home. I needed a $50,000 down payment to do it. I won't go into details on how I got that 50000 but I can damn sure guarantee the average Millennial slash Gen Z don't have fifty k to drop. I'm in the process of buying a luxury cardboard box. Should only take me 45 years to pay it down, but then the sucker's all mine. It's genuinely not a realistic goal for some people who are making an average wage, and not married, or receive a down payment from a family member. It's genuinely hopeless for now, and I'm glad I'm not in the hunt. Just got to hold out until all the boomers die off. After that, hopefully I can squeeze in somewhere. Boomers dying off isn't going to help if all their homes are swooped up by investors to turn into Airbnbs. Legislation needs to be passed to limit the amount of investment into residential properties for anything to change. This comment right here. I honestly do believe, in America at least, that laws need to be made to limit people from buying up all the property. I believe I read an article about my state that over 50% of homes bought in the last few years were from major companies to be turned into rental properties or Airbnbs. It's pretty disgusting. We bought a house priced just over 100,000 with an FHA loan. Granted, this was back in 2015 when much lower price homes were easier to find. The total down payment was just under 4 k There were other costs as well, but probably more than 2 k from what I remember. We absolutely would not be able to afford the 15-20% to 20% down payment at that time. No way. We had a little bit of money saved and some money gifted to us when we got married. The house was crappy, but we slowly made improvements over the years. It did end up paying off beyond our wildest dreams when we sold it in 2021, in the super Crazy market, and we were able to upgrade substantially. 25 year old here. Me and my girl live in SoCal where the prices are crazy. It might be another three to five years until we're able to buy. It's crazy that you guys actually have a trajectory at all. I'm a California native, and the housing's been unbelievable since before the whole nation got its crisis wake up call over a year ago. I have a few friends that are native to LA and a few that moved there and left. They all say the same thing it's expensive. My partner and I both make over six figures. We live in Seattle, Washington, and we had to look outside the county we both work in to find somewhere we could afford got 5% down payment by using our life savings and borrowing from the 401k. I still feel lucky to be an owner with a relatively good loan rate, but it sickens me to think how hard it must be for most, when for us, as a privileged couple, it felt like a risky stretch to get into a 500,000 K starter home. Three bed, one bath, built in 1962 with no improvements. Seattle is crazy because 10 years ago things were so cheap People in tech only wanted to buy Eastside or Seattle. Places like Renton and Balto were both considered poor or far. Now, these same places are 3x in price and are unaffordable, and even techies are looking farther and farther for affordable housing. I remember when old houses in Bellevue could have been had for 400000 and Renton houses were like 200 k That was just about 10 years ago in 2013. Have you ever thought it would be cool to go to the moon and how technically it could happen, but you know in all reality you're never going to stand on the moon? It's similar to that. We bought our first house in 2016, and since then it's appreciated $200,000. If we didn't buy when we did, we would still be able to buy, but not nearly the size house we can afford today. Since my wife and I bought in 2012, our house has increased the value by 245%. The appreciation value is great, but I have no idea who could afford a house right now. My wife, 40 female, and I, 38 male, bought our first home last year. It took 20 years together of building credit, building careers, saving cash, and then borrowing 5k to round out our down payment. Oh, and we moved from central Texas to rural eastern New Mexico. Our new property is awesome though. We're thrilled. That is insane that you would have to up and leave your own state to obtain home What is even crazier is that they had to leave Texas. It only felt like a few years ago that Texas was affordable. I moved back with my grandparents, just started my career and work remote on 30 a year and should have a down payment relatively soon for anything less than 130 I live in the Midwest and I'm looking for smaller houses that don't cost an average of 500000 My wife and I bought our house in 2016. We live in the South and it is a three bedroom home for under 200K. So I know the likelihood of something like that nowadays is crazy. It wasn't too bad, saved for a year or so, and since we were first-time homebuyers, there were lots of programs I qualified for that saved us money in the closing costs. The hardest part was we were moving states and didn't have jobs locked in yet, but we were able to get it pushed through. What bank approved a mortgage for a couple with no jobs? That loan officer must have been off their meds that day. You got extremely lucky on that very young millennial/early slash early gen z are here. I got a condo for 150k in a decent location. Average per capita income is 51,000. 3% poverty rate for some general metrics. Built in 2021. It was a lot of hunting and the house is a two bedroom, but everything is spacious. It's by no means a beautiful house, but it's not run down either. Down payment wasn't too bad for me. There was ways to incorporate it into the loan. I forgot what that phrase was, though. I would need a bank clerk to mistakenly add at least two, ideally three, zeros to the end of my account total and never notice, like ever. I tried the loan route and it wasn't impossible with what little I had. That's what the bank told me anyways. I had planned on buying a shell of a home from the Amish and building the rest myself on my parents' land, but an opportunity plopped into my lap a year ago. My house was built in the mid-late 1800s and has been abandoned for 8 to 10 years before I got there. The previous tenant was nearly 100 and couldn't make it upstairs anymore and went into assisted living. Her children are in their 70s and didn't feel like doing anything with it so the town obtained ownership of it. it. It ended up selling for $20,000 and the taxes last year was like $280 for the house and an acre or so of land. I'm slowly repairing slash rebuilding things every couple of months with whatever money I have saved up. I've fixed the plumbing, electrical, roof, and several other issues that have been taken care of since I started. The spring project is the root cellar and rebuilding the cellar door along with some gardening prep. I like my process, but it certainly wouldn't be for everyone. It was full of rodents, ticks, used substances, and looting debris before I got there. Luckily, the bones were in good shape besides a few things I had to replace. Three or four full roll-off dumpster containers later, and it's starting to make the situation not as worse every single day. In popular areas, impossible. In the Midwest, it's not that bad. I can get a decent starter home in a decent city pretty cheap here. The only problem is, it's the Midwest. My wife and I may be able to afford a mortgage on the cheapest home we could find, but we have about four to $500 between the both of us right now and definitely don't have enough to make a down payment. We live paycheck to paycheck. Average houses where I live go for around 200K, so it's not completely unobtainable. I gave up on the idea of home ownership like 10 years ago. I bought a house a little over a year ago. I'm a 38-year-old millennial. My credit score was on the high side of average or the low side of good, 700-ish, which is a whole thing to get on its own, but I was lucky in a lot of ways. I was shopping for homes in the 100k range because I'm a cheapskate, but there wasn't any good ones anywhere I wanted to live, which included a lot of places, some of which were quite far apart. So I gave up and started looking for places to rent. Turns out places to rent are awfully expensive too, so I went back to the housing market with a higher budget. Found a nice, 1920s craftsman style home that was on the market for about 165,000. real estate agent told me to offer 10k above because the market is crazy but i offered 5k over instead offer accepted had them do the inspections and the owners were super helpful in fixing the things the inspector cited Went to the bank and they were real helpful until they weren't. They wouldn't accept my pay card from my work for down payment money because they just didn't vibe with that company. They wouldn't accept credit karma cards that I had my tax returns on. They wouldn't accept cash because maybe I was a bad evil drug dealer. My father is a family practice physician and he was able to front the money and I just ended up paying him which I recognize to be a privilege hardly anyone has. Huge obstacle. Be forewarned, you might want to put your money in a nice boring bank well before you start buying, or the banks will invent some obstacles for you. That's it for this video. When you subscribe, make sure to hit the bell to turn on notifications. Put the playlist on in the background to finish listening to all the stories. And if you like Am I the Genius, give Am I the Jerk a shot. It's linked in the description too. Either way, thanks a lot for watching and we'll see you guys next time.